Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 268. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you four things that you can do to build your business over this holiday season so that you can go into 2022 with momentum so that you can make next year the best year ever in your business. So let me start off just by saying Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy Holidays. Uh, Hopefully you're enjoying some time reflecting on 2021. It's been a crazy year for all of us, but hopefully you're taking some time to reflect and and appreciate everything that you have in your life and the people that are around you, enjoying time with loved ones, so that you can be renewed and ready to go starting in January. And, and I know for me, certainly, uh, that's kind of where I'm at in, in in my own business. Typically, this time of the year, we take a little bit of time to slow down and reflect and plan. But I also recognize that for most of us, you know, we still want to know, hey, look, what can we do to kind of keep things going in our business to keep this thing afloat. So I'm going to share with you four things that you can do. But before I do that, I just want to have each and every one of you acknowledge this. We have to, as leaders, we have to be able to honor people where they are in their business, meet them where they are. And we just have to recognize, and I know this is the frustrating thing for us, that uh, a lot of people this time of the year, they're just going to want to take their foot off the gas and they're going to want to step away from their business. And you want to know what? It's not right or wrong. It only is what is. See, as a leader, if we struggle with people doing this, the real issue is just our expectations, right? So we expect that they shouldn't. They do. That causes us frustration and discouragement and pain and suffering. And that's not going to serve you in your business. So this time of the year, one of the biggest pieces of advice I could give you is this. Just accept the circumstances for what they are. And if somebody wants to take some time off, if you have a leader on your team that wants to step back, then you want to know what? Just be okay with it. But here are some things that you can do to focus on keeping that momentum going. See, because at the end of the day, the only thing that we ever do have control over is what we do. So if we can remain focused on just doing the little things through the holidays, then I think that's enough to create momentum for you going into the new year. Don't make the mistake that I made so many times where I would actually completely check out of my business, right? Like for me, The whole entire month of December, or at least the second half of it, I just wasn't even thinking about business. And you know, and and look, that's okay if that's what you choose to do. But the problem is, is it's hard to take that hat off, right? And then all of a sudden, starting on Monday, January 3rd, you try to jump right back into it. Well, that's not the way that it works, right? If you've completely stopped and inertia has set in on January 3rd, you're just working hard to push that boulder back, back up the hill to get the momentum going. So if we can remain focused and just doing the little things and just staying plugged into our business mentally and emotionally in some capacity, I want you to create the space to be able to do these other things. But it doesn't mean like it's not like an either or kind of thing. We still can give ourselves the time and the space to enjoy our family and to relax and to you know reflect and to plan. But then at the same time, just do something. And that's my first piece of advice for you. My first strategy is this is that stay personally active. Just do something. And even if that doing something 
is nothing more than each day you're just reaching out and checking in with the people that you know to develop those relational accounts, letting them know that you care, then I'm telling you that's an important step for your business. And here's an area where I think a lot of times as leaders, we miss the opportunity is with your existing team. Look, I'm telling you right now, if you did nothing else over the holiday season, then have at least one person on your team that you personally reached out to, sending a voice message, just saying, hey, just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you, how grateful I am that you're a part of our team, how grateful I am that we have a friendship and a relationship, and how excited I am for next year and being able to work with you and help you achieve your goals, right? Just be other people-focused. Every time you do something like that, you're making a deposit in the relational account you have with that person. You know, how about every single day through the holidays, you did that with one team member and one prospect, right? Somebody that you have on your list that you're still very hopeful and excited that maybe someday they could be a part of your team and just reaching out to them and letting them know that you care, right? The old adage, people don't care what you know till they know that you care. It is, it's an old adage for a reason because it is true. It always has been. And in the world that we live in today, it's more true than it's ever been because this is what people are looking for. They're looking, they're craving connection and give that to them, right? That's leadership. So if you've got, you know, if you're frustrated because your whole team has slowed down and nobody's doing anything, well, guess what? Use that as an opportunity to check in with people. And that as a standard practice, you make that a habit. And look, my advice would be this, you know, don't just do it over the next seven to 10 days of the holiday season. Make that something that you do on a regular weekly basis, just checking in with people, not making it about business, right? Almost to the point where you fight the urge if they want to turn conversation to business because that's what they want to do. Hey, you know, I know you're probably wondering where I am. Look, that's not why I'm reaching out to you. I just want to let you know I care, right? Do that one per day, one team member, one prospect, invest into those relational accounts, make those deposits that we talk about so much. Remember that your network will determine your net worth. And now is the perfect time to do that because, you know, people are not working. They've got more time to chat and talk. So I think that would be a really meaningful thing for you to do. That's number one. Here's the second thing. The second thing I want to talk about is how do we talk to family and friends that we're going to see over the holidays about our business? This is something that for a very long time I did completely the wrong way. I screwed it up. And I'm going to just share with you what I used to do and why I now understand that that that, that wasn't the right approach. So out of my excitement and my enthusiasm, when I would see family and friends during the holidays, whether it's you know small gatherings or family parties, eventually the conversation would always come up. What are you doing? How's business? And I would always use that as the entree to just going right into talking about what I did, you know, presenting all the, through my excitement, all the facts and the figures and the details about my products and what I'm doing. And for some of you, if you have a newer business and not everybody in your family knows what you do, then the urge will be even greater to get into that explanation of what you do and why you do it. And the problem with that is this, number one, when you're in a group setting with other people, it's not a controlled environment. And it makes it really difficult for you to share your business in a way that is effective. See, because if you're face-to-face with somebody, here's what I found out. If you start presenting the details of what you do face-to-face, number one, it's, you invite questions, right? So like you're giving the information, you're making it all about you, you're the expert. So of course it would be natural if somebody is interested to ask questions and 
It would be weird for you to not answer a question if you've already started the process. And then all of a sudden, before you know, in a span of three to five minutes, you've already presented your whole thing to them, or at least that's the way the prospect feels. That's the way that other person feels like, oh yeah, I know what that is. And they're basing the, I know what it is based purely off of you and your relationship to them. And here's the problem. If people are viewing your business just through you, it's not nearly going to be big enough. See, we all have these baggages of our past relationships with people. See, we have to get them to see this thing in a bigger way than just us, okay? We are the messenger. We are not the message. But the problem is if we're making ourselves the expert, we're also making ourselves the message. So that was a big mistake that I used to make. But here's the other problem when you do that, when we talk about an uncontrolled environment, is that there are other people around that may overhear you talking and may not necessarily have the most positive opinions of what it is that you're doing. So you could potentially have someone in your, you know, that you're talking to that could be a good prospect that could get spoiled by someone else who wants to share their bad experience or their uneducated opinions of what you do. And then all of a sudden you lose that other person. And now you're finding yourself in a place where you're being defensive, trying to defend what you do, defend the profession. And that's that's not the kind of energy that you want to be showing up from. So what I always used to do, and my advice would be this, don't get into presenting the details. If you want to talk about what you do and you want to share it with somebody, right, focus on three things. Number one, don't talk about what you do, facts and figures. Talk about the problems that you help people solve, right? Talk about the mission. I'm so excited because I'm in, you know, my business. I get to help people with this, this, and this. You know, if you're in a health business, we get I get to help people transform their health and have more energy and more confidence so that they can lead more productive lives, right? If you're in a, a skincare business, I get to teach women how to have more healthy, beautiful looking skin so they can increase their sense of self-worth. Right? I get to teach people the, the power and the importance of using non-toxic products in their home and how that can transform their lives. Like, Talk about the problems and the mission, the deeper meaning behind the work that you do because that's what people connect to. That's what creates curiosity. And if that person that you're talking to, it's, see, it's harder to, it's harder to argue a problem than it is a business, right? Like it, it, you can't, it's harder to be skeptical for somebody to be skeptical around you saying, I help people in this way, then you getting into all the, well, here's why our products are better. Here's the ingredients. Here's the compensation plan. Here's the this. Here's the that. That's where you run into a problem. So talk about problems. Don't present. And then the third thing that I would do is share stories. If you have a transformation story, share your story. Do you have customers? You know, I would say, look, I help people in this. As a matter of fact, I just, I've got this one customer. Her name is Jill, and, and here's what she was struggling with, and I was able to help her, blah, 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 right? So you just go into the transformation story. But it's the stories, that's what really becomes the thing that people latch on to. Hard to argue a story, right? You can't be skeptical of a story. I guess you can, but it's harder to, because think of it, you're not making it about you, you're just be kind of becoming the tour guide. You're telling the stories. You're talking about the mission. That's what I would recommend that you do. And if it gets to the point where somebody's like, wow, that sounds really interesting. What I learned how to do, and this was so much more effective, is I would say, hey, look, now's not the time or place, right? Pull it back. Don't be so desperate to just dump it all on them. Pull it back and say, hey, look, you know, maybe you're at a party with a bunch of friends. Look, now's not the time and place. 
but I'd love to share this with you because I think you'd be great. I think it could be great for you. Why don't we do this? I'll, sh- I'll give you a call tomorrow and we can have a conversation or let's meet for coffee this week. What's a good day for you, right? Table it and push it to an environment that you can control so you can execute your system of taking people through the steps in the way that it's designed to happen. So resist the urge to present, talk about problems, mission, connect with people on that level, and share a story if you have one. And I'm telling you, that's the kind of thing. It's easy. It's authentic. It's natural. It doesn't push people away. And that's how I would be having my conversations with people during the holidays. The third thing that I want to teach you how to do, right? So we start to stay personally active, make sure you're talking to people the right way when you see them. But the third thing is this, learn how to start working in depth in your team to motivate people. So what I would be looking for as a leader is this, is there anyone on my team that's actively showing up? They're in the group, they're posting, they're asking questions. I know, you know, they're talking to people. Look for anybody on your in your group that's doing something And just focus on working with that one person over the holiday season. Now, here's one of this. This is one of the secrets to motivation because I know a lot of you get frustrated because you have these, you know, personal recruits that no matter what you do or say, you just can't motivate to take the action that they need to. But here's, here's the secret. That's not the way you motivate. The most powerful form of motivation is what we call fear of loss motivation. And fear of loss motivation basically says this is that if I can learn how to start working through you and I can find someone on your team that's ready and willing to do the work and start working with them and help them create results, that is the most powerful form of motivation. See, when somebody is afraid of missing out on something that's already happening, if that's not enough to motivate them to get up and do the work, there's nothing that you can do that ever will make a difference. So we have to start learning how to work through people, working in depth in your organization. It's one of the most important leadership concepts that you can employ and teach other people, right? If you can work with someone on someone else's team, imagine the difference of this, you calling them up and saying, hey, let's get you going. You should do this. You need to do this. Look at everything that you could, could happen for you if you do versus look, as a friend, I'm telling you right now, like, you got to do this thing because I've been working with so-and-so on your team, man, and I I haven't been as excited about somebody in a while. They're going to blow this thing up. We got a couple of new customers. We got a new team member jumping on board. And look, you're going to miss out on all this because you're not in a position financially. You're not at the right rank. You're not going to earn those bonuses. And as a friend, I don't want to see that happen to you. So what can I do? Who can I help you talk to so that we can get you in a position to benefit from this? That's fear of loss, loss motivation. This is a leadership skill. Learning how to work in depth in an organization, learning how to drive depth is one of the most important things that you will do to motivate the higher level frontline distributors that are on your team. So look for someone, anybody that you can work with and use it as a tool to create fear of loss motivation. The fourth and the final tip that I'm going to give you working through the holidays, and this is really something that's going to lead you more into next year. As you're setting your 2022 goals, I believe one of the most important goals, short-term goals that you must have in your business is that going into January of 2022, by that time that that month is over, you have to have a new success story on your team. Make it a goal to personally go out and sponsor a new person and create some sort of result for them that you can begin to tell the rest of your team. See, the problem with a lot of you is this, is your culture of your team has grown very toxic and negative and stagnant because you don't have new people joining your team. Misery loves company, right? Excuses are easy when nobody sees anybody winning. 
as a leader, your job is to shift that. It's to inject excitement and momentum, and nothing does that like a new person. So make it a goal in January. Go out, recruit two to three new people, right? Do everything you can. Move heaven and earth to bring those people into your team and then identify the one that is the most ready, willing, and able and help them do something, even if it's a couple of new customers, one new team member. Get some sort of a success story so you can start telling everybody else because when you have a success story on your team, it eliminates excuses. It's hard for people to complain that it's not working and have an excuse when they see other people winning. So your job as a leader, make it a priority in 2022 to help people win. A new success story for you in January, I am telling you, it will set you up for the entire year because that will become the motivator for people. That also creates fear of loss motivation, right? When people, new people are coming in and they're winning and they're growing and they're succeeding, it creates this subconscious belief that things are starting to gain traction. We're starting to pick up momentum and I better get to work or I'm going to miss out on this thing. So make that your goal going into 2022. And if you just do the little things, that's really, I truly believe enough for you. So that's my message for you today. Hope you got some value out of today's episode. Once again, Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy New Year. I'm so grateful and thankful to be able to, to, to share with you here on the show. I'm, I'm grateful that you're a listener. You're a part of this community that we've created. And, and, and my commitment to you is that going into next year, that we are going to continue to serve at even a higher level here on the podcast in all the things that we do. We've got some big plans for 2022. Can't wait to share them with you. But with that being said, have a great day, everybody. I love and appreciate you all for being here. I'll talk to you soon.